You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. How's it going, everybody, and welcome back to the Well Daggum Podcast, where by the end of the show, we hope to have you saying, Well Daggum, I learned something today. I want to send a big shout out. I, I catch myself on that all the time. I want to say thank you to all the people out there that tune in and listen to the podcast and subscribe and like the different things on the social media platforms at Well Daggum Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you go on Facebook, just Well Daggum Podcast, you can check us out, you can like us, you can share us. Uh, get out there and do that because it gets us to more people. If you're on iTunes or any other platform, look where you can comment and leave a little something about the podcast because that helps us out to get to more people so we can bless their ear holes and they can live a better day just getting through their regular old job or their drive to work. Other than that, want to say howdy and a good old thank you to my good bre- my, sorry, my good friend, Sean Craig. How's it going, Sean Craig? I'm just lovely on this casual Sunday evening. There we go. Being up here in northern Kentucky. Good old northern Kentucky, getting away from your normal roots. Uh, Sean Craig and I go way back. We've known each other forever. We're related to other people, but not related to each other. Uh, so we have same aunt, same uncles, <laughs> no blood relation, no blood relation. But we've been like brothers ever since we've met each other, and we've hung out. We're like ten years apart, uh, but we've done so many things. He's like an old soul, and I'm like a young old person i don't know what you would call me <laughs> uh but sean um is finally willing to be on the podcast i was willing to get him in here uh forever since i started and he's saying hey i'm willing to share a story and i'm glad to have him on and we're going to talk a little bit about his life and how things have changed for him uh grow up in our small town and uh sean we're just going to kick it off man start a little bit about your life so born and bred raised Eastern Kentucky. That's right. Good Martin old, County. Good old Hill boy. Old Hills. Get a lot of <laughs> funny comments about my accent, my deep voice, and my slow talk. And Even if you go south, they still think you got a thick accent. If I go they? south, they ask me where I'm from, and I'll say eight hours north of you. And <laughs> still comes back to me, but a little bit about me. I was a pretty shy guy growing up throughout middle school and high school. Yeah, good kid. Good kid yeah. was my reputation. That's not what people said about me behind closed doors, probably. But <laughs> Nobody ever said anything good about anybody behind closed yeah. doors, I don't think. Small town gossip. That's you, right. You have to live with it. And <laughs> it's part of it. That's right. So I started my college career after being at Sheldon Clark High School and, you know, just trying to figure my way through the world yeah and go on and first couple of years kind of an unknown guy and just living my life day to day then i find what people would call a fraternity life Uh oh that old frat boy life yeah and this would <laughs> come to find out turn my life upside down from having that good boy reputation to <laughs> something I would consider 
it was positive but negative all in the same light. Right. You could see both sides of it. Yeah. yeah. And just like anyone can, you, there's always a positive and negative to anything. And yeah. I probably chose the more negative route of, <laughs> <laughs> of the positive and negative that you could go. Well, I mean, in your life, you were always such a good kid, and you were always trying to do the good things and make mom and dad proud and, yeah. and stuff. So you were like, you know what, I'm going to experience life a little bit. Well, coming from a small town, you always want to make the parents proud. Right, yeah. And that's, that was always my goal. My right. biggest fear in life was letting my parents down. Yeah. And I feel like that's the case for a lot of small town people. Right, yeah. And I'm still that way today. Right, I'm, family pride. I'm almost 30 years old, and the last thing I want to do is hear my parents say, <laughs> I'm not mad, I'm, I'm just, just disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. That hurts so much worse than anything that anyone could do to right, me. Right, right. And... So, I would consider myself to be a pretty, I don't want to say stand-up, but I I had my hands on my morals yeah. for the better part of my youth. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, I would say that, you know, alcohol and temptation and yeah. stuff grabs a hold of you. Oh, yeah, it can. And well, it and you're does. trying to figure out who you are as an adult yeah. because it's an all- changing epidemic i guess of like just life yeah. life's hitting you you're alone you're trying to figure things out yeah. on your own so well, yeah I, I kept to myself for the most part yeah. and then all of a sudden a whole new world opens up <laughs> is this a portal into another universe what is this into guys? another dimension it truly that's what it felt like yeah it yeah. really did and New people, new faces, new options, yeah, new actions, yeah, if you want to call it that. And from the gosh, bottom of my heart, I wouldn't take it back, right? Because I've learned from it, yeah. And well, that's even my mistakes too. Like I've had mistakes in my life where it's like been hard, and yeah. I've, I've had heartache and I've had hardships, but I wouldn't take those kinds of things back because it it molded me into who I am today. Exactly. And, and just like I've told Sean before, and I've told other people before, if I hadn't met my wife at any other time, it yeah. wouldn't have worked out. But because of those hardships and because of the things I've grown from, that's the reason we met at the right time and things worked out. So. I'm a true believer that timing is everything. Yes. And at times you don't want timing <laughs> to be everything, but that's just that's how it's going to be sometimes. Right. And that's just we, how it works out. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry for the listeners that think I'm trying to use a deeper voice this time. Sean has a very deep voice, and I'm very jealous of it. So I, I try to I try to tone my voice down just a little bit to sound a little sexier, I guess, for the podcast. And but. I try to bring mine up to help his self esteem. <laughs> but so so life was changing. You, you got into the frat life. You started discovering a little bit more about yourself. Uh, where did where did that send up, end up leading you to? You think? That led me into a lot of bad decisions with good intentions. Okay, okay. And <laughs> a lot of which I may have taken back, but I had a lot of good times growing yeah, up. Right. And now that I'm on, you know, close to getting 30, I just, you have to realize looking back, you're young once yeah and you have to live through 
hard times and yeah i wouldn't even call them hard times they right. weren't hard times they, <laughs> they were fun times i call them hard times for myself because i truly i wish that i have experienced more difficult times in my life i would probably appreciate yeah the good times more and Man. you know honestly like i think about that too not to take away from your story yeah. but like even like i pray with my kids at night before mm-hmm. they go to bed they're little toddlers and i, I lay in the bed it's like let's pray real quick yeah. and when i pray i was like god take away all the hard times that they're going to have and then i'm thinking no hard times are what make us strong and i don't want them to be weak hard times make strong men it really does i mean women women and men let's, yes, let's get all 20th century yes, or like 2020 yeah let's go 2020 like even men and women hard times are what make us stronger and when you look back in the past the people that went through super hard times are the ones that survived and the ones that got patted on the back and told they were going to get a trophy no matter what you know tend not to they kind of float along they don't really excel it seems like Motherfucking <laughs> participation trophies ruining the world. Oh, sorry, y'all. Yeah, got sorry a little out that. of hand. Got a I just excited. banged the table. <laughs> got my heart rate up. But anyway, so so you didn't go through such hard times, but you went through some rough times. And so where does that bring us to in your life at that point? Well, all personal problems yeah. are significant to that individual. And <laughs> have a really hard time talking. To uh, it's all right, man. That's okay. You know? That's what this is. It's what podcasting is. It's talking to yourself a little bit. It gets heavy. Yeah, it gets a little bit heavy. So, so you were growing. You went through some experiences, and as you're going through the, you start you start to look down on yourself. Okay, you know, with well, however it be self-esteem yeah whether it's depression anxiety and whether you're on top or whether you're on, you're on bottom, bottom it hits you either you're way in the middle yeah, that's right you, there's stuff that just hits you in a certain way yeah you're gonna have something that eats at you no matter what no you're not yeah and you just <laughs> i feel you're, you're digging deep you don't I have to am. dig too deep we share poop your pants stories on here yeah. sometimes so <laughs> but it's yeah kinda... so you don't have to dig too deep but so, so you 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 had these things hit you. You you've had some hard times of making bad decisions, good mm-hmm. intentions, but bad yeah. decisions, and you're growing through it. In in your, I guess your frat life was probably how many years? That's what's sad. <laughs> I, no, it truly is. Okay, I was twenty. I was twenty. Golly. Almost 23, 23 when I joined a frat. And right. Because you, you got no, a few. No, I'm sorry. 22 to 24. Okay. Two years. Okay. Two so, years. Because you got a bunch of the fundamentals out of the way when you're yep. still living the, you know, I want to make everybody proud. I yep. want to do all this different stuff, which that still hit you. Yeah. But it became a little more carefree once you hit the frat life. Yeah. So for two years. I mean, my GPA dropped from a 3.4 to a one nine. Oh, my goodness. In, Two semesters. Dang. Yeah. Well, and I guess that probably comes around. That's probably a common trait with frat life because it becomes a party thing of well, like keep up with everybody, having a good time. It's all about the head that you keep on your shoulders. Okay. It truly is. Keeping, I, your, keeping your head on the swivel. Uh, my first couple of years at college, I was focused on grades. I mm-hmm. was focused on, you know, making my loved ones proud. Yeah. I was focused on bettering myself. And then joined the frat and went down the rabbit hole of being Mr. Popular. Right. And after that, 
living up to those expectations yeah, you, of other people, not not the ones you care yeah, about you, a lot. Yeah, you start listening to outside outside influences that really just want you to get messed up instead of yeah. They want you to be fun. Yeah. They're like, be fun, Sean. We, yeah. we don't need serious Sean right now. We don't need the be responsible. Be Sean that wants to <laughs> punch everyone in the face <laughs> instead of, hey, let's go to study yeah. and we'll, Make, we'll go to the library for three hours before the bar <laughs> instead of pre-gaming the bar. Right, you know? right. And, and that's a common thing. I think that's common with most most colleges and stuff like that. It becomes yeah. the well, and, and everybody's in the same boat. Yeah, like you're all the same age. You're all doing the same thing, and it becomes like, oh, hey, we have one life. Let's live it up. Let's, you know, I'm never gonna die. <laughs> kind well, of thing. You like, know, one thing that I look back at, <laughs> I never thought I would grow up. Right. I really didn't. I thought that. I thought life was going to be like college yeah. for the rest of my life. Cotton candy and popsicles. Yeah. I thought that it was just, <laughs> hey, we're here to have fun. Yeah. And that's that's what we're going to do. That's right. And, and I think most young people go through that. I think yep. through this, you'll find that most people feel that way at that age. And Because I'm like, I'm 10 years older mm-hmm. than you. And I used to be kind of lighthearted and like just, you know, hey, let's just do whatever comes our way and we'll make it fun and we'll make it happy. But life hits you. Well, let me wake you up (laughs) because I graduated and then I graduated in 2015 in the fall because my grades weren't great and I had to go a victory lap and or a half a victory lap. I only had to go one more semester. (laughs) And then I moved eight hours away from Kentucky to Alabama, away from every connection that I ever made. Right. And went went down there and was kind of a house husband for a little while. Yeah. And though I wasn't married, I would try to be as good <laughs> as good as a house caretaker that you can be. Yeah, you're talking to you're preaching to the choir right and here. And <laughs> went from that and got I did that for about three weeks. <laughs> I was like, okay, I have to go find a job. Yeah. <laughs> so I go to an employment agency called Express Employment. Yeah, look them up. Look They're them good. up. Yeah, <laughs> they really are a, a very well-established staffing agency. Yeah. And they had me doing apartment turnovers where I would be working with select people <laughs> um <laughs> literally turning over apartments moving out furniture moving in furniture yeah worst job i've ever had <laughs> <laughs> until i went to the next job they had me do yeah <laughs> which was farmer's furniture delivering <laughs> furniture is that like, like farmersonly.com kind of thing or <laughs> no but hey shout out to farmers only if you want me to come be a spokesperson i'll gladly do it voiceover acting right here. <laughs> <laughs> delivering furniture to rural country roads i'm talking wow fighting chicken you know just the most rural stereotypical things you can think of in alabama that's where i was delivering furniture to (laughs) made you feel like you're back in kentucky (laughs) and then from there on to i was sent to a construction rental 
equipment services company that I absolutely fell in love with. Yeah. And my sole purpose of being with that company was to hold a pressure washer wand and wash equipment for 10 hours a day. I would put my headphones in, throw me in a hog leg. Uh, now, let me let you know, a hog leg is for like people that chew tobacco, is putting in a large uh, dip of tobacco. Large quantity. A large quantity yeah. of tobacco into your lip to where it looks like a size of a hog leg uh, pu- pushing out on your lip. Uh, that That's our country terms for uh, having a hog leg in yeah. so just so the listener knows and understands so well, i would clarify that <laughs> most people won't know so yeah. no i appreciate you bringing that up yeah man it's i gotta clarify cool. <laughs> so went from washing equipment mm-hmm. inside sales operations management sales representative company 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 working your way up the ladder working your way up more of the story is never quit right working stuck your way with up. it yeah you don't need connections to make it in life. Right. You just got to work hard and show that you have a good intention. <laughs> yeah. Your bad bad decisions, you can always overcome those. Yeah. And, hey, I've made bad decisions within <laughs> the last month. Made bad decisions within, you know, and We all week, do, man. You know? We all do. We make yeah. some bad ones, and some of us, we, we recuperate or we fall short. So, and, and you're, you're picking yourself up by the bootstraps and you're moving forward. So. Yeah. Never be too proud, right? To do to go out and slop the hogs and yeah. <laughs> shovel the manure. Yeah. Well, one thing that I learned in my young, when I was starting my career, young age, I was a young guy that worked for the company I was with, and you earn respect by going out and helping the older gentlemen, right? That that they they need help but they yeah. will never admit it and right. i love that about them right i would never go up to an, <laughs> an older person that has made their career doing what they love yeah and try to overpower them right but if you can go out and help them yeah they will respect you and you will learn something oh yeah i've sure. learned i've learned more i learned more i have my undergraduate degree and my master's <laughs> degree i learned more in my first year working yeah. a real job right just by asking questions yeah for experienced employees there you go that's that's amazing yeah because you can't go in thinking you know everything no. even though you have those degrees under no. your belt and you got those, those degrees plaques hang on the wall yeah exactly those degrees nothing. are to hang on the wall <laughs> that's what they're for they're to put on a resume and hang on the wall that's right you want to know <laughs> every interview i've ever had what's your experience that's what they ask yeah even though I sound 50, I'm 27. But. <laughs> so, so you learned a lot from the older gentlemen that were working there. You, you didn't care to I go did. and help them out without making them feel belittled because no. you're, you're young. Because a lot of young people... Well, you, you approach that by asking. Right. You say... How may I help? Yeah. How can I... You, you can't go in as a young person with yeah. a bunch of book learning and... You don't go in trying to tell them what to do because exactly. they're, they're they're going to put... They'll, they'll put, put you in your place, place yeah. real quick, <laughs> really fast. And you, you walk... It, something as simple as chaining down my first piece of equipment. Yeah. I had no idea how to work a binder. Right. Like work, yeah, and that's like putting things on a trailer and putting chains on it exactly. and binding it down so it doesn't fall off. You have four points of contact over <laughs> all four pieces of equipment. You want to know why I know that? Why is because that? Because I asked an older gentleman that had been doing it for 20 years. There you go. 
that doesn't sound very important to some people, but next time you're riding down the highway yeah. and you see a large piece of machinery on the back of a truck and you say, I'm glad that didn't fall over on yeah. me. Or, or you're riding behind a car that's holding mattresses on that are mm-hmm. flopping up into the air three foot and you're like, I'm going to get around this yeah. person because something bad's going to happen. Because they never asked an older gentleman how to work around. They just said, hey, I can figure this out because I'm a smart, I got three degrees. Ooh. I can figure this out. Yeah, you, you've got to ask questions of people that have experienced this stuff before. And it doesn't matter what doesn't matter what kind of education they had; they've learned from experience. So it's good to ask people that have learned from experience. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. I've always gotten along better with older people. You have you. Well, you're an old soul, man. I, I love it. That's the reason I'm ten years learning. older than I, I'm ten years older than you, and we've always got along as friends because you are just as old as me in your spirit. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so you you've moved forward from uh, all this different life, and, and yeah. you've been respectful, and that was the big key: is always being respectful and always coming at people in a respectful manner, not coming at them like you know more than them, even if you do, and they come across as a dummy. <laughs> in my professional life, yeah, perhaps not my personal life, which yeah. I've I've could have handled better. Not sure how much you exactly want me to share on this. Oh, just what, whatever you here, feel you need to share, man. You know everything I've been through. I, I know everything. Uh, yeah, our listeners are just piecing it together. But yeah, yeah I know you. I mostly know you. my fault, for sure. It's eh, not mostly. It is. That, that, that's that's things I'll that happen you, in life. You got to take blame where blames do. That's true. And, <laughs> there's some tissues if you get teared up about yourself it's okay <laughs> i'm just kidding you know i don't cry i know that's right <laughs> but yeah you you've grown and you've learned and you're getting to that point and now you're moving into a new era and and, and we've talked about this uh we've been hanging out this weekend and we've just been kind of hashing things yeah. out he's getting ready to move to a new job back down to alabama yeah, he's getting ready to move into new things that have propelled him into into an even bigger position really yeah. um you're going to be one of the youngest sales rep and one of the largest companies down in the southern area for yeah. um product rentals and stuff like that but now you're moving into something and this is the part i want to get into is that like i've not been super successful in a lot of things i've done i didn't propel myself into like management of things i did in small jobs here and there but the thing that i kept telling you is that i i was 30 before i met my wife yeah and i'm, I'm going to be 37 this year <clears throat> or whatever and had i met my wife at any other time and the podcast listeners have heard this before my wife would have never looked at me a second time had we met at any other time in life. But because I was ready to move forward and I'd learned from my experiences, because we met when we did, is the reason things have worked so well for us thus far. I mean, our kids are toddlers right now, and we're going to be ancient by the time they're 18, <laughs> <laughs> which is what most people deal with nowadays. Uh, but I feel like that's kind of what you're moving towards. You, you don't have kids. You've not been married and you're moving towards that way. And you're, and you're a, you're a likable guy. Everybody likes you. Everybody wants to be friends with you. You've just got that natural uh, pizzazz about you. Now, it might be the voice. It might be the accent. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It might be your upbringing. You, you have me blushing right now. Because <laughs> this, po- this is not true. <laughs> You're just my friend. <laughs> no, I'm serious, man. That's that's what people see. Even people that just met you. They they like you. They want to be your friend. And, and that's just some. It's something some people possess. 
that's just a gift gift from God that that's going to happen. Because never think you're better than anyone. That that's a big part to pull from all this. I think never ever. Yeah. yeah. No matter no, no matter what you're blessed with, no matter how much your mom and dad did for you. And my, I think you just said that because yeah. of who my parents are. Yeah. I don't know if your listeners know who they are, but. I think they, they're listeners, so they, that's where it works out. <laughs> they raised me to be who they wanted me to be. Yeah. And, uh, you can tell them thank you because they're probably yeah, going to hear th- it. Thank you if you are listening <laughs> to this. I wouldn't be anywhere in life without them. Right. They, Even though they were blessed with a lot of things they worked hard for, they still yeah. pushed in you to work hard oh, yeah. for what you get. I had my first job at 14 years old exactly. working on an ice cream truck yeah yeah went from there to a movie theater yeah. <laughs> and, and, i mean and cutting i think weeds yeah you know, for the younger you know. generation that listen to this i think that's important to hear uh because so many people can think like well if my mom and dad had this i'd be a lot better off and it's no it's not that that's I, n- and that's my wife. Uh, like she, she moved up from that too. Like she wasn't blessed with a whole bunch of stuff like it that, can, but she, but she worked hard. It can be true about what your parents have. It really can. Okay. But I look at what my parents grew up with. Yeah. It was nothing. Yeah. They grew up with the only thing they grew up with was yeah. supportive parents. There you go. They grew up with. They they didn't grow up in money. Right. They grew up with supportive parents who pushed them. Yeah. To be great. That's right. And that's what they turned into. And then that's what they in turn pushed into you. Yeah. They did not, they didn't, I I, I lived a very blessed childhood. Oh, yeah. I will never, I'm not going to act like I didn't. (laughs) I had, I never had a want. Yeah. Anything that I could ever imagine. And and I felt the same way. They they provided. Yeah. Your mom and dad had more, but my mom and dad had a lot too. Yeah. My dad was a coal miner. We had anything we could ever want. Exactly. I didn't think we lived a hard life. No. And, but it was what they instilled in me that pushed me to be a little bit better. But they struggled. Exactly. They knew what the struggle was. And they never wanted their kids to struggle. Yeah. Ever. Right. And then. You know, that's we the t- byproduct of what they've learned. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. we're the byproduct of them. Yeah, that's right. And, and I think fine. that's an important thing to pull into what we put into our kids. You know, if you have kids one day, I know I have kids Possibly. right now. Yeah, you, you never know. There could be some out there right now. We don't know. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but, like, that's the important thing that we make sure. And, and just like I said, it was, I put my kids to bed at night and I pray for them and I say, you know, don't let anything hard happen to them. And I'm yeah. like, no, wait a minute. They need a little bit of a something hard. A little toughness. I don't want to, I don't want to pray for horrible things to happen to them, but like, because bad things happen sometimes is what makes us stronger. Yes. If you're working out, if you don't mess up that muscle, tearing it up a little bit to get it stronger, it's not going to get stronger. There's no growth. It's exactly. And so it's the same way in our lives. If we don't deal with a little bit of tear and a little bit of pain, yeah. we can't grow from that. Sometimes it can be a little overbearing and we can get a little overwhelmed yeah. and we can go down a bad route. But if you're strong enough to handle it and you can pick yourself up by the bootstraps, you can get a little bit stronger. You can you can find a better place from that. And you have to do that day by day. Exactly. And that's the church thing in us from the past. You know, yeah. it's it's a daily it's a daily sacrifice to want to do better. And we talked about this earlier today. Yeah, my struggles with church and religion. Yeah, and how it's it's very pressured at a young age in Eastern Kentucky to be religious. Yeah, and 
It, it's all we know, but it's almost. All, it's all we know. It, it's the thing to be a good person. And I've I've been lost for a long time. Yeah. I have been. I still am. Yeah. You I, were pushed into it as a young age, and then you were like, you know what? I want to find something for myself. Yeah. And, and, and see, even though you had those good intentions built into you to be a strong person, yeah. and you put it into your work career, and you've become a good person. And I'm still doing that. You're right. But, and you are a good person. Those things of the religious aspect, and, and I've got listeners that you know don't care for religion, and mm-hmm. they don't worry about that at all. And I like religion, yeah. and I like what it's built in me. I like and, the principles, I like the morals. Yeah, I do. It, but it's finding that right place in your yeah. own in your own self. And, and there's nothing to look down on you about that. Yeah. You know, you're going to grow the way you grow, and you're going to make the decisions you make. Yeah. And, and like I said, I don't want to look down on you at all for any decisions you make. I you love can. you. I love you either way. <laughs> you can. I it's love fine. you either way, and I'm not going to say that anyway. I'll give you truth when you need to hear truth, and you might not like it, but you know, I'm going to give you truth when you need. I'm not going to like it. I'm going to love it. <laughs> I like the way you talk to me that I way. I love it. <laughs> but hit yeah, me, hit me hard. <laughs> But but the ultimate thing is is you started off in a small town. You started off living the the good little life and being a good little kid. Yeah. You hit the frat life. You hit the college life. You got to see more of what life had to offer. We'll call them speed bumps. There we go. We'll call them speed bumps. You hit that speed bump in life yeah. part of the way through college. You started being you started being what God blessed you with. You you had great genetics. You had a great figure. You had great uh, personality, and that just excelled because people wanted to be around you. They wanted to be your friend. Let's not glamour this up, though. Let, let, let's backtrack. <laughs> I, <laughs> before college, thought I had it all figured out. Well, everybody does, man. Went to college. Yeah. That was just a textbook to the face, if you want to call it what <laughs> it is. The speed bump. Yeah, yeah, the speed bump. And then, you know, hardship, first broken heart, you know. Everybody oh, goes yeah. through all Especially that. Especially in college. Yeah. Man. Yeah. After that try to find your way you meet a good you meet great friends oh, oh yeah. my goodness i can't Ones that you'll I, hang on to forever. i cannot tell you the the buddies i could call right now yeah that i i that anything i needed yeah hey i'm hurting right now <laughs> I, need, I need you yeah come to me and they'd be there yeah from there into another wonderful part of my life that I moved away for, and that's ended, and now I'm moving on to the next part of my life. Yeah. But it's it's a wavelength. Yeah. It's up and down. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, that, and that, too, is going to make you stronger, I think. I uh, so. You're, you're going to figure things out. Things are going to be rough. Things are going to be hard, but you're going to figure things out. That's the, that's the thing about you. You're, you're, uh, you're an intelligent person that looks at things and wants to fix it. And so, I love that you think I'm intelligent. You are, man. I'm not. As I'm country a- <laughs> as you are, and as as much as no. people hear your accent, and they might think different. You are a very, very intelligent no. person. I solve problems. Uh, well, that's intelligence, man. No. Yeah, that's figuring it out. <laughs> that's intelligence. So whatever you, you can give you, it a definition, I'll give it my definition. It's How like about that? <laughs> wading your way through water there you go. as your feet get stuck in the sand. Well, you keep pulling you them just, out. You fig- exactly. <laughs> you figure it out. And you just, you got to keep going. And that's intelligence. You can say what you want to. say say you're intelligent so anyway (laughs) but anyway uh sean is my good friend he's been sharing this stuff about his life the things the ups and the downs and not with a super bunch of detail because y'all don't need to know the detail but he's sharing things that hopefully can mold into your life that you can hear and hopefully give you a little bit of inspiration to keep pushing forward right 
Listen and work hard. Listen and work hard. That's so cliche, but, <laughs> but it's, it's true. Yeah, most it of the is. cliche things in life are very true. We think they're silly, we think they're goofy, but they have deep, deep. Stereotypical meaning. things are a stereotype for a reason, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> because everybody has to deal with it. Everybody has to experience it. And that's why it's a stereotype, because so many people deal with it. And you want to be a little bit different. You want to be a little bit uh, above that. But you're never going to be above the things that are just every day. You're never no. going to be above being a human being. No. And, you know, we're going to make choices. We're going to make decisions, bad or good. Pick role models. Yeah, that's an important thing. I've had a few in my life that without them. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Could have could have ended up drawing a welfare check and uh, uh, taking care of three or four kids by different mommies and. <laughs> that's a stereotype. No, yeah, not that that's a bad thing. Don't want you to hate the podcast because I said that, but. <laughs> no, you gotta get ruthless sometimes. You, you have to let them know. Yeah, <laughs> but other than that, Sean is moving forward. Uh, if you want to keep up with him, he doesn't have much social media. If you want to get in contact with him, hit me up. Uh, but he's moving forward to a newer and bigger thing. Uh, like I said, he's going to be taken over as a, in a position as the youngest person in his field uh, doing this thing with a larger number of people doing that same thing. And now it's a new challenge. He was kind of a small fish in a uh, small pond doing big things. You know what I'm saying? You were doing big things. And now you're moving into an even bigger pond. And you're starting back off as a small fish again, but you have all of that skill you learned. You have all of that intelligence you pulled from the older generation or your role models in life. And now you can propel even more in a bigger pool. Use your resources. Yeah, man. Just use everybody at your disposal that is willing to reach out a hand and do the same for them. Right. Just keep on, keep on keeping on. It's a silly expression too, but <laughs> Joe Dirt. There you go, Joe Dirt. Yo, man, just keep on keeping on, man. Life's like a garden; you just gotta dig. It. That's right. <laughs> That's gonna be a hashtag at the end of this episode. <laughs> but I appreciate you sharing a little bit about your story, man. Um, uh, I know you probably don't have anything to plug unless you want to sell stuff from your business that you're going into. <laughs> I don't want to sell anything. I just <laughs> not from here. <laughs> I hope for myself that I keep becoming a better person and yeah. I hope that anyone that's listening to this if you ever need I'm not going to give you advice but if you ever want to reach out and talk about your problems I'll tell you things that you wouldn't believe you know <laughs> and I think that we could share and yeah continue our growth together well sure enough man as a podcast listener out there you know the the few hundred folks that tune in and check out things that are going on if you want to get in contact with him to to pry on his brain a little bit or find out a little bit more about him hit me up i can contact you with him uh we can get you lined out and if you want to be on the podcast to talk about this stuff more even though he's going to alabama again we can do a call-in episode and have I'm an people endangered species man. <laughs> even though he's going that way we can have a call-in episode and talk with him even um so if you have something you want to pry into his brain about hit us up let us know we can hash it out on here and uh find out a little bit more uh, find me on facebook i guess that, yeah that's the one you're on now right like <laughs> but you never know you might have a whole instagram account or you might have a whole tiktok video thing of doing dances who yeah. knows it's social media is crazy out there <laughs> 
I may call in and we'll do this all again. Oh, yeah, dude. We'll totally do that. I've enjoyed this so much. Now that you've done it for the first time, that's what makes it so much easier. Oh, people... I was, I'm, I'm nervous. Oh, yeah. Still. You don't have I don't to know be. how long we've been sitting here <laughs> chatting and bantering back and forth, but. Hey, that's what podcasts are all about. Love it. It's good. I'm glad you get this stuff off your chest and you can feel a little bit good about it. <laughs> at least you're not at least you're not sobbing and like, I feel horrible as in this. Or... <laughs> I, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> you're crying uh, but anyway i appreciate you being on man i really thank you i'm glad i finally got to have you in the studio we've talked about it forever so excited to be here i'm glad man and i'm sure we'll have you call in again soon but other than that uh appreciate you having you on and uh we'll talk to you again next time all right howdy everybody i'm signing off <laughs> good night <laughs>